T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hi there, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier slash sexier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm your host, Gregor Hyther, and back again like a drunk Russian guy riding a brown bear, he's your friend from Florida, Siege. I am definitely trying to make a wonderful performance tonight, so I'm currently injecting myself with all sorts of steroids. <laughs> Bear fighting steroids on an all-new Nerd Talk Plus. Now, neither of us is a scientist, bear fighter, engineer, or supervillain yet, but if you are, let us know what we get wrong, but more importantly for our self-esteem, what we get right. Therapy is one thing, but actually hearing from somebody that you have value is very positive as well, so thanks for that in advance. Um, this, I, I, I do like the idea of the tattoo idea thing, but for this, uh, for this episode's question of the week, I'm curious, just think about this for a while. Would you rather fight one bear where you get to be on cocaine or would you rather have to ride a bear, but you get to be drunk? Just consider that for a minute, and we'll get back to that, and I'll totally forget the question, and it'll be fine. <laughs> Let's start things off with lasers. I think Great Britain might be, again, trying to take over the world. First, they split from Europe. Now, they just test-fired their own high-powered, long-range, laser-directed energy weapon. That sounds freaking awesome, first of all. They have a history of colonizing and ruling with an iron fist. I'm just saying, if they announce a space program, I'll be fully convinced that England is building their own Death Star. Now, my question is, which country will genetically engineer the Wookiees? Do you <laughs> think that in our lifetime siege that we're gonna that we're gonna have like laser wars between people where it's like pew 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 pew? pew. I mean, I'm surprised that we honestly haven't yet, considering all of the uh, 1980s movies. And I'm gonna pull a Brandon <laughs> here for a second and ask you if you've ever great, seen great. a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. If, if it's, it's an a, 80s movie. Real, uh, the chances are positive. Have you ever seen Real Genius with Val Kilmer? I have! Yes! That's what I'm talking about. They, Think about They laser that ball of popcorn! Yes, exactly. That's the one that I'm... Th <sighs> that's it's what I thought of as soon as I heard this. Yeah, man. Um, I, I feel like that that's the type of laser weapons we're talking about. Death Stars and stuff like that. If you could... You know, it's not going to be an actual space station, but if you could set up a laser to cook someone's embassy or whatever from space then like yeah yeah and i mean if you think about it like even back to that movie like what their whole thing was they were shooting a laser from space that could zero in on a single person or you know yeah. and just vaporize them from outer space so i mean that's that's the kind of laser war that i see yeah, I don't necessarily see, like, Terminator... Well, there's definitely going to be Terminators, but I don't think they're going to run around with laser guns. Like, I don't think it's going to be, like, directed energy weapons. Mm, um, yeah, probably but, not. 
Maybe though. I mean, if we if it, it just depends on like I think the next jump in technology. Like right now, we don't have the even for all the electric cars and stuff that we want, we just don't have a way of making energy as accessible as we need it to be. Like we talked about last time, like you, if you have an electric car and you don't own a home, it doesn't work. You, it takes so long to charge that it's like impractical. So once they make that leap where you can like recharge your laser weapon after every shot, then like, yeah, we get there. And I mean, what exactly are laser, how, how would it be a laser weapon for, for the most part, everything that we use lasers for is like measuring. I mean, we have, lasers to build stuff and level stuff in the house we use lasers for measuring the distance on things i mean i thought the weapons were going to be like photon guns yeah (laughs) Uh, well don't let darpa fool you they're probably working on a way to stop their own you know sentient robots that they're also building like you got to have that backdoor plan like real genius you need a val kilmer young val a young shirtless val kilmer yes to be working on how to stop the government from using the thing you're developing as a weapon yeah and the only way to do it is to find that guy who lives in the wall oh yeah you got to find uncle rico yes he goes on to play uncle rico and and napoleon dynamite oh boy i saw a quote the other day that said that gen z kids haven't seen napoleon dynamite and i was like oh i think it was james woolard from seattle sounders announcer who said that like he brought up Oh my goodness. Um, Napoleon Dynamite and kids didn't know what that was. And I was like, oh, that's like a movie from when I was like an adult. And that's not even real genius. Like, we're talking about like ancient Roman times with real genius, let alone there, Napoleon Dynamite. What's crazy to me is that there are kids, that I, I'm calling them kids, that were born yeah. in the 2000s right now who are able to drink, who have literally no idea about any of the movies that we grew up with. <laughs> There are kids going to the World Cup in a few days' time, and they will have been born with a zero, like in the 2000s, in the aughts, if Yes, you will. yes. That's, oh, oh, man. It's, it's mind-numbing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that um, a Val Kilmer tattoo, a young, shirtless Val Kilmer tattoo with the shades and everything would be perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I need that. And, and Uncle Rico in the closet <laughs> with his head just popping out of the closet. Hey, Siege, what do you want to bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Mm, I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't think there's any mountains in Florida to throw them over. Unless you're me and you think that the Everglades are mountains. <laughs> that the Everglades so. are the mountains. Yes. Now, Siege, do you have a, do you have a green th- thumb? Uh, I try to. I mean, it really depends on what exactly we're growing here, but not particularly. <laughs> Okay, well, forget dropping 200 bucks on an air filter for your house, maybe. I don't know if you'll be able to do it or not. Instead, spend the money on a house plant. That sounds like a terrible idea if you can't grow things. This one's special. A team of Parisian scientists have bioengineered a pothos plant. I have a pothos. I love it. And it's able to filter the air better than 30 mechanical air filtering machines. Amazing. Specifically, though... This is not one that takes, like, the CO2 out of the air. It doesn't, like, make it so if you run your car in your garage for a few (laughs) hours, it doesn't take the methane out or whatever. This specifically targets chemicals that are starting to become, like, forever chemicals, like, uh, pervasive throughout our lives, like formaldehyde that get into our air um, that are difficult for machines to remove, like your expensive $200 um, air whatever machine that you get because you're pretending like it's going to stop COVID or whatever is, which I realized just for context, I know that didn't happen in Florida, no. but COVID was this virus and people got sick and then complained about it. It was right? a show that we watched so, on TV. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, wow, they sure love their, they sure think they're all Scorpion from Street Fighter in the show with their mask. What season? Anyway, are we um, in? 
So formaldehyde is like one of them. And this machine, like, or excuse me, the machines can't do it, but the plants have been genetically engineered. They've mad science the plant. And specifically its roots, sorry, my dog just shook off, specifically its roots to handle filtering stuff out of the air and then breaking it down in the soil. So you teach the plant to grab onto the thing you need, but then what do you do with it? Well, the magic happens down at the, where the, and what do you call it? Like when there's like bio stuff in the in the soil that helps make it happen, and it breaks it down and diminishes it. Miracle it's really grow. pretty sweet. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, it it feels like the best possible business model, though, based on what we started with. Because like you spend two hundred dollars on one of these plants, and I would definitely do because I love house plants and I keep about seventy percent of them alive or whatever. But you spend 200 bucks and kill it in six weeks, got to order another. It's yeah. diabolical. Yeah, I have about six plants in my room that uh, um, Florida actually comes out with a little guide for local plants that you can get that will actually oh. clean your air. That you can. Did you get it from Cabe Ferrari? Yes, I got it from <laughs> Captain Cabe Ferrari. He's an ecologist and alligator expert. Yes. Uh, and they'll they'll teach you they'll, in Florida here. They'll actually teach you what to plant in your gardens outside to help with uh, local and um, non-invasive species uh, to help keep the air clean around your house and stuff that you can bring inside to help clear the air inside. Which, I mean, it's a it's definitely helpful. I've got about six right here in my room right now. So, so you're you got a better thumb, better green thumb than you admit to. I feel like you're. Maybe um, overplaying it a little? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, one one of my favorite things is actually I have a small fish tank that uh, uses the fish waste and all the bacteria yeah. and everything to grow stuff on top of it. And now that stuff, I don't have a license to grow, but it is there. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, like, they'll teach you about plants in Florida just as long as there's no evolution that's being taught with it, right? Yes. You're, you're no, okay? no. Yeah. There's no evolution. Everything happened from Jesus directly to the garden. So, for me, this – I find this really exciting because, like, people hate GMOs because, like, they – understandably, we didn't have access to that type of food and you're creating these things that can't possibly – like, that our bodies aren't paired to be able to break down is the, is the thinking behind it. And I get it. I get why people would be upset about that. But also like you see what a tomato looked like from 300 years ago and it's garbage or like a watermelon, like that stuff sucks. So like if we're going to genetically modify things, I'm all about doing it to things that could help offset the damage that the humans are doing. So we can scrub some formaldehyde out of the air. Let's go. Absolutely. I'm 100% behind that. I want to know how big it is because that's a, for 200 bucks. I would like that to like take up a nice table setting. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I want to know what else we could take out of the air then. Like, could you like clear out like bong smoke and stuff? Could you have a plant that like processes your vape and you're like taking around in the car so the vape dragon can actually have a decent smelling vehicle? I will take three of those. <laughs> That's, yeah, I don't know. I, like, or maybe like, a, uh, you know what I hate is like when you cook meat at your house and then you come back like a few hours later and your house smells like meat still, only like not fresh meat. It smells like three hours ago meat. Let's make a carnivorous version of this plant that like sucks that up. We need one of these for like every communal office kitchen space for the person Ooh. who microwaves the fish. We need a yeah. fish sucker smelly plant. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, while we're at it, let's get one for the restroom, right? Oh, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> hey, what are these three shells? And what's that plant? This is weird. <laughs> the three shells. He doesn't know how to use the three shells. 
If you understand that, then you know that I know at least one other movie. Look it's at amazing. that. That's two movies in one episode. Brandon would be so I mad like- he's not here. <laughs> we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, I feel like this one might connect with you. You ever get the impression that you're the reason why a rule has been made? 100%. As a chaotic neutral figure, I feel like the chaos that the wake that you leave behind, people often have to be like, never again. Yes. Fair? (laughs) 100%. (laughs) So I'm at my karate test the other day, right? I'm testing for my first degree brown belt. And like the guy's like watching me and then he stops everybody. He's like, all right, everybody, listen. When you're doing tiger claws, okay, as I act out now on screen for you, when you're doing tiger claws, what are you actually even doing? Are you just going like, or are you actually doing something with it? I was like, dude, you can't go from watching me to then making meow, meow, meow noises because I am struggling here and you're teasing me without mentioning me. So it's even worse. You turd, but he's also the one running the test and I can't be mad at him, but I definitely wanted to fight him at that point. Um, And so, yeah, like it's like, that type of thing where you do something dumb and then they come along and be like, uh, no more being dumb. Well, from Orlando's very own WMFE, the National Park Service had to put out a warning asking people to stop licking the freaking toads. Yes. Specifically, the Sonoran toad of the desert southwest. It's uh, This isn't like a new thing I've heard of toad licking. I think that there was even like a South Park episode or something about that. Um, But it secretes a toxin that people think will make them experience an altered state of transcendence, a.k.a. get high as crap on a hallucinogenic. Likely, it'll just alter the state of your pants when it makes you crap your pants. So um, there's that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know there are definitely some frogs around here or toads around here that you should not lick but people will lick them anyway they're dangerous for animals which is what concerns me it's like the the bufo toad (laughs) it just looks like this giant fat toad that's just gonna stare at you and anytime it rains they just start showing up in your garden and god forbid you let your animals outside and they just start chasing them uh they can cause them to seize and die shortly i mean i can only imagine that would that's what would happen to some humans too (laughs) yeah absolutely someone's just gonna immediately 
revert to that and be like, well, I'm going to lick that and see what happens. And then like, whoa, I was crazy. What happened to you? Uh, oh, I got some bad toad. But like, imagine that, like, imagine like even a hundred years ago before, you know, the internet or whatever, <laughs> like imagine that like you were just like, it's just like nighttime and okay, so now what? We got to kill a few more hours. It's like fall. We can't go to sleep for a few hours. When we wake up, we don't even have to farm. What are we going to do? Like, there's a toad. You want to lick its butt? Like, yes, that's yes, what I'm doing. Absolutely. It's cloaca. Excuse me. Let's see what happens. And like, <laughs> what happened to Todd? Ooh, sorry. Todd's gone. He, um, he licked that toad. And like, is that some sort of... <laughs> he had a tongue and a toad butt. I mean, isn't that how, like, we found out all the uh, medical advances that we had back in medieval times i mean we're, it blows my mind yeah that like it's just like what's what happens if we grind up this leaf and then take it and then it's like well they didn't die that's pretty cool yeah. and like then how many times do you have to try it on someone before you can be like i'm pretty sure that this is aspirin like, yeah <laughs> this we, we found out this one makes you high as a kite and this one actually tastes good on a steak <laughs> this one makes your wiener feel weird it's, it's very interesting so. yeah let's uh, yeah. let's do that one again two out of three <laughs> yeah it's just it really um it boggles my mind how before we had uh, well the other it boggles my mind how before we had the science to like figure it out how people figured stuff out but also i i'm kicking around this idea right now siege i want to take a trip i want to go to machu picchu Ooh. i want to see one of the seven wonders of the world okay and like i'm going through like a tough time in my life and so i want to like do this stupid midlife crisis crap and like try and go inspire myself to appreciate what life really means right and so it's like the great pyramids of giza that's like one thing you could go do the valley of the dead and stuff like that and see this like unimaginable accomplishment built with slavery to be able to like understand what humans are capable of doing if they use slavery. And so, um, but the other thing that I always see in pictures and stuff is in Peru, it's Machu Picchu. It's the Incan, I think it's Incan, um, like temple remains that are built way up at like 8,000 feet atop a mountain or something like that. And it's like, just the accomplishment of getting there alone would be pretty cool. Like, I feel like you just fly into Cairo and rent a camel and then you're like at the pyramids or whatever and someone's robbing you or something. Like, I, I feel like it's that's not very complicated. But you have to like either hike or take a train or like something into the mountains and deep into the like. I think the only way to get actually deep in there is to is to hike it. I, I, have, I had a friend who uh, just recently moved to Peru. Um, what? Yeah. Well, down here, we're all a bunch of surfers, and we, we used to travel around the Caribbean for surfing, like Costa Rica, Peru, wherever. And he just yeah. ended up, you know, just moving to Peru. And um, I think the only way to get up there is to actually hike. And uh, he was telling me that the landing strip for the plane to get into the area is just like such a short little landing. So it's like if you miss it, you're hitting a mountain. But the way, <laughs> yes, and then you got problem solved. Yeah, and then you got to climb like another eight thousand feet, and it's all tiny little paths. And um, the way I think about it with Egypt, though, is like, can't you just aren't you just like in the city, and you can kind of like look out there and see them? Yeah, that's what I mean. Is like you just like show up at Cairo International and be like, hey, which way to the pyramids? And they're like. Just, just like look over there, dude. Like, well, there they are. I, I don't know that that's true or not, but like I know that. Cairo is established right near them. And yeah. so getting there is like a lot less of an accomplishment. I bet you the language barrier is more 
difficult. I don't know. That's actually just bias. I think I'm just saying that. I bet you there's a ton of English speakers there. As far as I know, I I think Cairo is a pretty well established city that you know would have like a massive amount of English speaker. But I'm just talking. Yeah, it's super international. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like with with Peru. It's definitely. I mean, it's up there. You got to make a trek to get up there. So it's like, yeah, it'd probably behoove of you to uh, do a little more on the Duolingo. <laughs> I'm almost done with my first um, quarter of Spanish, and I'm getting an A, so that's pretty weird because hey. I'm a terrible student. So smart guy, bad student, but not go. this time around. <laughs> Shout outs to Senorita Fernandez. <laughs> Hot sub dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> All right. So I didn't know this, but I guess people sort of hate Paul Allen. At least people on the internet mm-hmm. and like. I I have like a really positive association with him, other than the fact that he's a billionaire. And I recently read a thing that's like really any billionaire has gotten there from being crappy or continues to be crappy or whatever. And I was like, well, Mackenzie Scott seems pretty dope, and she donated so much money, and then it all ended up getting turned around and used for um like it like she made so much money during the pandemic off of her Amazon stock that everything she donated was offset so she still came out rich or whatever but yeah Paul Allen he died he did that guy did um that guy and did. his private art collection sold for almost as much as one winning powerball ticket like 1.5 billion dollars worth of sales absolutely crazy. insane to me and it becomes like this big conversation about how rich people just buy like priceless art in order to like to have a place to stash their money so that way it's not I, I don't I don't understand I I have no money so like, like I don't understand yeah, this concept like, at all. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That that totally escapes me too. Is that just like not taxable because it's fine art or you know <laughs> I mean but like when you when you did like maybe donate it to a museum or something like that. Right. And so that's kind of where it comes from. Like, people are like, yeah, guy buys a bunch of cool planes, puts them in a warehouse, and then like charges you to come see them to pay for the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not the worst thing somebody's done. It's not like he charged a million dollars, but also, like, I get it that he's got so much money that he could have just made it free for people to come see or whatever without yeah. it. But that's typically not how people get a billion dollars. Anyway, like, the internet hates him. It's crazy to read on the old Reddit. I mean, Reddit hates everybody, to be fair. But uh, the deceased Seattle technology icon was known for his philanthropy and his love of sports and of music and apparently had a wild art collection. I mean, we got to um, give him some credit for the, the sports things with helping with the Sounders and the Seahawks and... Uh, I don't want to say the Portland Trailblazers because, you know, Sonics, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's 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 one of those things that's like uh, it without being overly, you know, malicious, but you don't become yeah. a super billionaire without either cracking some skulls or finding some ways along the way to like be kind of a sneak or ex- exploit some sort of situation because like yeah. you're not just going to fall into a billion dollars. Yeah, or, you know, 100 billion dollars or whatever. Or, like yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know what his net worth was before he died and now they're like just tearing it apart and moving it all out or whatever. But yeah, but like the Mopop, what, they don't need to charge for Mopop. The guy had enough money that everyone forever could have gone free forever. Yeah, and that the Mopop the, is literally something I go to every single time I'm in town. And yeah. I mean, I 
Like if I'm going up there every year and spending what seventy dollars just to go in there for a day anymore, it's it's yeah something crazy. It's crazy. God forbid there's like some amazing exhibit going in that I want to see. But then on top of that, homeboy like invested like a ton of money into neuroscience and who knows to what end like who knows if he's like trying to figure out how to hook up the machines and their laser weapons to the human brains that way we can have some sort of human cyborg organism you know or whatever like but like uh, and i just don't know what that research is all about but there's buildings in south lake union and stuff for his company that's dedicated to it but also he could have built like the central park of seattle someone pointed out but instead turned it into you know, real estate development in order to make more money off of it. So I I always think of Cinerama in downtown Seattle. He took yeah. this old movie theater. He gave it like not only a fresh coat of paint, but also the best, um, like the, the best uh, projection unit in the entirety of the country Known or something galaxy. like that. Yeah, exactly. It was using the, the technology from England and their high powered laser weapon. He was able to convert <laughs> it into that. Um, but yeah, like I think of that stuff and the chocolate flavored popcorn and stuff like that. And so also one time I was at a, um, at a party at Sky Church at whatever it was EMP back then. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I got to go to like a little VIP area and it was a Nirvana thing. And I saw him crush like an or, or, hors d'oeuvres buffet. Like just like, <laughs> he's just like the, mo- like my friend was like, that's Paul Allen. And I was like, what? And I just looked over and he's just like some like grandpa looking dude, just like eating shrimp. From like just like downing cocktail shrimp. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that guy has more money literally than everybody in this room combined. And like Chris Novoselic from Nirvana's there or whatever. And you're like, and like that's just a laughable, like, ha ha. Like he could literally change my life and make me a millionaire without even knowing that he did it. He had so much money. But that's like yeah, just like Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Just normal dude. I was gonna say. Yeah, it's 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 crazy when it comes it comes back to like the stuff with uh when it comes to having that much money and what you can do with it and you think uh what did they say going back to that conversation we had last week about Twitter and Elon Musk buying it um they were saying it would take 6 billion dollars to cure world hunger and he spent 44 on Twitter just to probably crash it into the ground and what was his art collection uh, right there could have made a pretty damn good dent in that. Yeah. I mean, you think about the uh, unhoused and the uh, underserved just in Seattle alone. And yeah, like that could have made a huge, huge, huge deal. Yeah. Imagine in the last 10 years or whatever, if he would have just like turned it instead of like property development, if he would have just solved the West Coast homelessness issues. Yeah. Or, like, just done something like that. But instead, Christie's gets in and makes a gazillion dollars off of all the stuff in his estate that he's selling. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's it's kind of depressing, fire. but... I mean, he did, he did a lot of good, but at the same time, he could have done more. <laughs> you get to a certain... Salvador point. Dali's Les Spectres de Vermeer. So, I got that so wrong. Uh, uh, painted in around 1934, sold for almost $5 million with fees. Wow. Like That could have gone to Seattle Art Museum or any of the contemporary art museums around the country or Yeah, whatever. or God forbid the Salvador Dali Museum right here in St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Nothing good for you, Florida. <laughs> yeah, we, it's... We don't deserve it. <laughs> Unless it's gator themed. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, I went to a, I went to to a movie. 
I took my child to see Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Nice. And it was like, uh, I know crocodiles and gators are very different animals, um, but they make they even make a reference to the Florida Gators at some point. They dress them up like they're all Florida Gators fans. So they dress Lyle up so he can. I'm so sorry for the spoiler alert, everybody. That's not very nice. Of me, but he needs to get out of the house. So they don their Florida Gators gear, and I'm like, that's not the same animal. And how dare I was on board with thinking this was cute until then. Then my kid was like, can we leave? And I was like, yes, you can leave because I am <laughs> what very a smart angry. kid. Yeah, he's a he's a real sharp one that kid. So. Anyway, I'm just kind of like just looking through his art collection or whatever. Four thousand objects of unfine art, unfine, <laughs> valued at some twenty million dollars. Twenty million dollars of unfine art alone. This is the crap. <sighs> this is twenty million dollars worth of. This is just the crap. See this original Darth Vader suit? It's unfine art. Get yes. out of here, <laughs> man. The last I time know, I was it's... at Mopop, they had the uh, Star Wars and Star Trek. <laughs> uh, displays up at the same time, yeah. and like yeah, it's not you good. had people arguing. <laughs> over at it. noon every day, there's a civil war between <laughs> Star Trek and Star Wars, and may the uh, best nerd win. Aww. It's Star Wars that wins, by the way, because the Star Trek nerds are not. It's it's more of a soap opera than it is a. They've only got phasers. LARP fest. Siege, I gotta ask you about something here this week. This happened near mm-hmm. you, and um, I wanted to talk about how people were diving off of the coast of Florida doing whatever they, I can't remember what it was that they were doing, and they came across what they think is some remnants from the Challenger explosion. It happened back the day before my birthday in 1986. I'll never forget being a kindergartner who had to, then they turned off the TV and we got to the te- how to brush your teeth lesson of the day. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah. And the-, the teacher went up with it and, and didn't, and well, came back down the not good way but so they're they're making a documentary or something there's a film crew off the coast and they come across what yeah it's actually um this this is crazy because i mean you you and i have a lot of shared history and stuff like that like i remember being a kindergartner and of course here in florida i've sent you videos all the times of rockets going up this was such a huge thing because it was a teacher going up in the space shuttle. We were all outside in the courtyard of our elementary school watching. And, and then we were all hurried back inside and let's go everyone. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I remember it vividly and I'll never forget it. And there, there's always been talk about challenger. We got challenger and Columbia license plates all over down here from both of the shuttle uh, disasters. And this just happened to be a crew who was uh, there. I think they were filming something for the History Channel. They're trying to do something about the Bermuda Triangle, and they were searching for sunken ships which had gone missing. And when they were doing scuba diving, they were down at the bottom. I saw the video on Twitter, and it's absolutely crazy. I'm gonna have to send it to you so you can post it, please. And um, the guys were tapping on it and they're looking at it and immediately anybody who was like a space nerd about the space shuttle stop that is the space shuttle and you're looking at it and they're grabbing at the tiles and they're trying to twist the tiles and you're hearing them talking back and forth oh these are tiles they're loose on top of the other one they're trying to tap it and they all of a sudden it gets eerily silent as they're both kind of looking and they're like this goes way under the sand that way. They're like, do you do you think this is what I think it is? And they're like, I think we need to contact NASA. And it cuts out. And it was just like, it was such a goosebump 
inducing situation that I, I like I mean I, I just went flashing back all the way to like 1986 and just that cold morning and just like wow is is crazy crazy to think that a giant piece and the piece was so big when you watch the video there's two divers in full suits with full masks and everything and like it's way bigger than both of them just way well bigger. that's one of the takeaways from going to kennedy and seeing the endeavor i think it's there? the atlantis that's in there atlantis yeah yeah sorry atlantis um that's there and seeing you come out of this theater and boom there it is and like then you walk along it and then you get down below it and you're like that is a big bird man like yeah even though it can only like it can only take seven people in like pretty small confines up to space it's like the rest of it for the payload and everything is massive and also yeah. the gigantic engines and stuff and so yeah even if you find like a small chunk it can still be huge or whatever i wonder what they'll do with it will they bring it up and like study it or i'm sure they will probably right? probably i think they said up until um because they they're uh, they've got all of the known remains of challenger in mm-hmm. basically what was a missile silo that's underground it's basically buried on site at kennedy and I think they had something like 75% of it or 80% of the oh, remains wow. of it. And to see a piece this big, basically looking almost untouched in the sand there. I mean, I know with Columbia, because that went across three states as it was coming Ugh. back in across Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, whatever. And they only had like 30% of that, which is yeah. just blows my mind. But just seeing a piece this size was incredible to me. Well, yeah. And the difference being one going up and not getting away and then coming back down and the other one being trying to slow down from 17 grand down to, you know, cruising speed. There's like, there's a lot more friction going on and there's a lot more chance for it to, you know, to be distributed over a much larger area. So it's crazy that, that after all this time, um, it didn't happen. Now, at the time of the show, 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, let's move on to the future of NASA. I guess the window for sending the Artemis rocket into space is opening later today. Um, it's a full disclosure. We're recording this the evening before. So this is Monday night at five o'clock Seattle time. Um, and so we don't know what the weather looks like or what's going to happen, but um, you and I both went to go watch Artemis take off three times, and yeah. <laughs> none of the times did it go up, and that was that was pretty crappy or whatever. But um, but we spent you spent a lot of time hoping for this new project to go. They're going to take the Orion capsule up to the moon and back without humans on board. Should it successfully take off, it's using space shuttle technology. Um, the rockets from it and the fuel, which is problematic because it's a lot like instead of using kerosene, they use hydrogen, uh, hydrogen, is it hydrogen? Hydrogen. Yeah. 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 Because it's like the molecules are so small that you have to keep it so cold to keep them from moving around and escaping. And like the bleed is like really bad. And that's what kept them from launching these last few times, which sucks because you like want this thing to go up, but also it's politics at play and stuff. But in theory, tonight you should be able to potentially see a rocket streaking away from the Florida coast towards space. As uh, as of the, uh, I guess it was the 7 p.m. news here. So uh, 7 p.m. news here, which would have been a 4, 4, o'clock. 4 o'clock Pacific time. Um, they said that it's a 90% probability that it will go. 
Um, there was a lot of questions because of Hurricane Nicole busting through here, and they said that out on the launch pad, it's only supposed to take up to, I guess, uh, 70 knot winds, and there were periods that it was like 85, so they had to go over it with a fine-tooth comb, because it's built to take the force and the winds going up, going (laughs) vertically, not necessarily horizontally and everything, so... Ah, man, this this has just been one thing after another. But the window does open at 10.04 p.m. Pacific time, uh, which is 1 a.m. here. And I'm actually I'm actually trying to make a quick run up. I'm trying to make a smash and grab run up there to see if I can't catch it. It's only a two hour window. And by the time that it would close, it would be 3.04 a.m. here. And that would give me enough time to run back down here and do whatever I need to do for the rest of the day. AKA work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean, like if you don't give us like the, like, you know, you talked about being a kid and having space shuttles go off and stuff. If you don't go up there, what's the view like from like, if you go outside into the backyard and watch or whatever, like how good is the view of it? It, is with a spe- with something as big as this this is something yeah. that you're going to see probably all the way as fa- you'll probably see this north as far as the carolinas or even virginia Whoa. like you will wow. be able to see this all the way down to the keys um the the when the shuttles went off the it, the engines were so much bigger than a lot of these falcon 9s and these heavy guys that are going now with SpaceX and this is the shuttle booster system and it's just so powerful and so bright especially at night if you get a clear night you'll be able to watch the orange streak the orange tail go from north and you'll be able to watch it curve out over the ocean you'll be able to watch it go so far until it basically leaves the atmosphere on just an arc heading east and it's just it's something incredible Hey, didn't the Falcon Heavy with its three boosters just launch recently again for the second time or something? Or wasn't it supposed to? Or I can't remember. Yeah, there there was Falcon. another Falcon. There was uh I got I got that I got the uh, little Brevard County uh <laughs> launch app that they yeah. let you know when everything's going, if it's a go, if it's a scrub. And yeah, they just Tuesday they yeah, Tuesday, November first, there it is. Um, I don't know if it actually went or not, but it's uh, it's three of Elon Musk's Falcon Nines that are strapped together to do heavy heavy payload. Um, it only launched one time, and he put his dumb car into space, and then it looks like it went up again on November first. So, anyway, um, yeah, you're listening to this now on a Tuesday morning, or if you're listening on a podcast later from your podcast provider, uh, there's a chance that if it's still Tuesday, you could see. NASA make history again as they send the most powerful rocket ever into space, potentially. (laughs) Together, I got to say I'm a man of little faith when it comes to it now because they have let me down so many times that. uh, But now that I'm not there, I'm sure they'll get it right. Yeah, of course. Well, there you go. So yeah, so you're gonna hopefully you get a chance to watch it, man. That'd be really cool. I'd really. I'm not jealous. I'm happy for you, but I. I am envious that I can't be there to watch no, it. No, believe me, man. I know how much I know how much effort you put into actually being here, and I wish you were here for this. I mean, you totally deserve it. After you know, spending a week in like six different hotels and four different cars, <laughs> and then eating that burrito with me at the very end. 
<laughs> oh man, I'm burrito hungry right now too. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So I gotta ask you then for the question of the week. Of the week. Tell me, would you rather get full of stimulants and fight a bear, or get hammered and ride drunkenly ride a brown bear, like yeah. a Russian man on the internet? I would definitely prefer riding a bear. I don't want to fight a bear. I mean, bear would come yeah, after me and point. be angry, but then I'd like you know cuddle him all. But up I'm on and... PCP, bitch. I'm on. Oh. I'm on steroids. Give me that cocaine! Yeah. <laughs> that movie Cocaine Bear was about me, but I want to I wanna ride a bear. I definitely need to ride a bear. I think that's going to be on my bucket list now. <laughs> it's Machu Picchu, ride a bear. <laughs> Machu Picchu, ride a bear, launch into space. I want to I genetically build a bear. <laughs> genetically build a bear. <laughs> we'll do that at the mall. Thank you for listening to Nerd Talk Plus every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. We go live on the Odyssey app and then, of course, available via podcast sometime after that. I'm very inconsistent. I apologize. But uh, Brandon's been gone in Hawaii on some small ass island. I look forward to finding out about his stories of there being nothing to do and just having being forced to relax with his family. Ugh. Boring. <laughs> we'll find out about that. <laughs> we'll find about that uh, out about that next week. But all of the biggest thanks and uh, so so much. Um, what is it called? Gratitude. <laughs> I think what the word is. <laughs> What's that word that means that I'm grateful? That thing. Oh, yeah. Gratitude. I'm faking. What's that it. Weezer album? So much ratitude here. Uh, big thanks to Siege for filling in. I, we appreciate you, buddy. Love you. I mean it. Bye. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.